You're listening to the Unresearched Podcast with Steve Sobel, and this is a very interesting topic. Very intense topic. Very serious. Very Trigger warning. Straightforward, serious. No fucking, no around. fucking around. No voices. No fucking around. No voices at all. Yeah, see? This <laughs> is my normal voice. <laughs> I said no voices. This is my normal voice. I talk like this all the time. See? Really fast. Yeah, I don't want to know about stuff. Um, okay, so I'm going to cite my sources. I usually don't, because we didn't really have... We wanted to do a spooky topic, but we didn't really do much move in Vegas last weekend. We're all slapping, dude. We're slapping. We, we slappy. got sloppies. Yeah, we got sloppy as fuck. Just got back from Vegas. No, I didn't want to do any research. I was hungover for like four days. So we're just going to... Uh, these are some real-life accounts from people that sent in to this guy and this put them in his book. The book is called Odd and Chilling Encounters, True Stories of the Fantasmic Paranormal and that's actually the name of the book dude before you go I just want to tell you something Mm -hmm. scary that happened to me last night no shit son well not scary but fucking shitty I had just taken a shit right (laughs) okay so uh whatever (laughs) flushed whatever yeah and I picked up my toothbrush to brush my teeth and it's one of the vibrating ones okay it slips out of my fucking hand the toilet bowl is still open it lands in the toilet son I was so fucking bummed, dude. Don't worry, I didn't keep brushing my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Why would you share that story? Because <laughs> it sucked. I know, but it's not scary. I mean, like, you just ruined your toothbrush. No, it sucks. I'm fucking bummed, dude. Did you have to get a whole new thing? I haven't gotten in one yet. It happened last night. I was so you haven't brushed your... It's disgusting. You no, I used my backup toothbrush. You had a regular toothbrush and you had the, the yeah, electric toothbrush? vibrating. You still can use the vibrator. The vibrator, yeah. I still use the vibrator. Of course you do. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so. well, thanks for that interjection, <laughs> so we really appreciate it. Going uh, for shock, <laughs> shock horror. Shock horror now? Jesus, what is this, uh, human centipede version? Oh, no, don't be gross, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> All right, this is book is called Odd and Chilling Encounters, True Stories of the Unknown, Paranormal, and Ghostly Hauntings. By R.S. Russo. You can find this book on Kindle. Uh, I just downloaded this book just so we have something to talk about. They're real life true accounts, so that's the people's uh, chilling stories. This book contains explicit language that some readers might find offensive. Warning. That was the warning. Uh, we can do a few different topics here. I wanted to do Ouija board. Uh, let's stick to the Ouija board since you already said that we can't go back. Demons are thought to be wicked souls that torment humans. Various religious students worldwide describe them as evil, supernatural, and fallen angels. They are said to be linked with Satan and hell. People have been known to summon demons for help, support, and answers. But due to the power of these beings, hold there is a risk of people and animals becoming possessed by the malevolent deities. People sometimes use talking boards, also known as spirit boards, or as you can find in your everyday Target or Walmart, the Ouija board to contact the dead. Ouija is most known brand for communication with the afterlife. Originally used as a party game, marked as a game. The boards are simply with the alphabet yes and no, goodbye, and you use a spirit called board, spirit tablet thing called the planchette and you ask the spirit questions you're not touching the planchette you move it around everyone knows how the Ouija board works when you yeah. do that shit um, 
The boards have always been thought to be harmless and fun, but over the last 130 years, these boards are similar homemade ones. There have been many stories of people who have experienced terrifying events. Some even claim to be have summoned demons using the Ouija. Do you think if it would be true, then they would stop selling them at stores, right? Well, there are... There's a lot of things about that I've, stories that I've read about the people who have used the Ouija board that have already had like mental illness before they started using the Ouija board, yeah. and like they basically it's like uh, subconsciousness that they used yeah. to whatever the, the Ouija board telling them was basically them telling it themselves, them telling to them themselves. It's like it's like a because I've had experience with it and shit happened, so I'm like kind of hesitant to even try it. Try yeah. it again, like you say, if you wanted to do a live Ouija board at the Bancroft, the most haunted bar in San Diego, at the Bancroft, or even, even think, just here, dude. I'd be kind of scared to be. Honest. I think Rob wasn't keen on the idea of using the Ouija board at the Bancroft. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be down either, dude. So, I've never actually used the Ouija board before. I, I would maybe do it here if my girlfriend's here, but only because my girlfriend is a skeptic, she does believe. not believe in that. shit. I've told her my Ouija story before Ouija board story and she was like mm, yeah but did you guys really experience shit I was like yes do you want to share it before <laughs> we get into these other people's real life accounts I think I've already have I didn't I already share mine you shared the mama monster and daddy monster no okay so I'll share it real quick we were uh, in Lemon Grove where we used to do band practice uh, it was me Donnie Bobby the guitar player my ex-girlfriend and Jared, another friend, the bass player, uh, we were all drinking or whatever. We were pretty buzzed up. We were like, let's play the Ouija board. We went into a room, one of their rooms, and we were just like, oh, okay, let's. We, I forgot what we asked it or whatever, and all of our hands are on it. I thought Donnie was moving it because, you know, he's like, likes to fuck around. I yeah. Guess. And then I thought Bobby was moving it because he really likes to fuck around. So we were just like, it was moving, but it was like, no, you're moving it. Oh, you're moving it. Stop moving it. You're moving it. But, you know, whatever. It moved. And it. I don't remember what it said or whatever. But we were playing it for, I don't know, maybe that's like five questions or some shit. Eventually, I was just... You got bored. I got bored. I just wanted to go drink. Like, I'm, I'm over the shit. We, they turned off the lights and everything or whatever. So, whatever. Fucking, I go home. The next morning, I fucking wake up. And I, I kind of like a sleep paralysis. It, it's daytime. I could see the light. I could see my door was closed, but I could see the light of the bathroom door, which is right across from my door. Um, it was on. Somebody was in there. My mom was in there. I could hear her. Like, she was doing stuff to her hair, blow drying it or some shit. And I could feel the hand on my neck. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I look at the corner of my eye, and I see, like, a sort of pig-like skin creature yeah kind of just out of my peripherals and I tried you know calling for my mom but I couldn't it's like sleep paralysis type thing so I was like fuck so I go to reach for the hand but uh, as soon as I go to reach for whatever was grabbing me I could feel like the grasping like it grabs tighter like it's getting like a good hold of me so I was like fuck so I've like just try to conjure up all the fucking uh, strength I have to like just turn around and like punch it or whatever just break out of it and I could see it dude it was just like 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 kind of like spooning me so as soon as I I break open and I to swing it just like just gone and I woke up and, and then I went 
I was like, oh shit, I'm awake. Like, this isn't a dream. And I told my mom, hey, could you hear me? Like, I was trying to call for your help. Like, thanks a lot, mom. Like, I'm getting fucking sucked up. Not sucked up. <laughs> Whatever, I'm getting demonized and shit. She was like, oh yeah, I can kind of hear you. I thought you were like snoring. But yeah, that was that. And well, then I asked Bobby and I asked Donnie and Bianca. I asked them all, dude, did you guys, ex- well, they said something first. He's like, oh yeah, this happened. Oh, I heard some shit. Somebody was in my room. And then the other, Bobby said that, um, I forgot what he what happened. And he played it again, and it freaked him out because he was asking for, for his dead mom because his mom was dead. So he was like, it's a, so, certain, something freaked him out, and he just threw it away because it wasn't his mom. He said it was pretending to be his mom. Some crazy shit. I forgot what Donnie, but either something happened to everybody that night or that morning or whatever. That was just it. Then after that, I just didn't want to play it anymore. Okay, so, but did you close out the Ouija board like you're supposed to? I don't know, dude. You don't That's remember? The thing. I don't remember. I I don't know, dude. I couldn't tell you. I have such a shitty memory. If we That's talk, the thing. You always have to make sure you say you goodbye. Close, close it off, right? Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, say goodbye. We're closing the portal now. Goodbye. And then you go to goodbye. See, I wasn't in charge of that. So it was. It had either been uh, my ex. And if someone who's in the circle leaves the circle and you guys and then all of everyone that was touching the planchette has to say goodbye in order to close the gate that sounds familiar but i couldn't tell you for sure but yeah dude that's the only time i ever played it and that's why i'm like kind of weirded out to play again okay i have one weird story but it doesn't involve me so my this happens when i was living in arizona in phoenix there's this neighborhood like all the neighborhood kids always hung out right there's this other kid named Steve. He was older than all of us. He was like, if we were all in about eight or nine, he was about probably 12 or 13. So he was already in like middle school. But he was kind of a bully. But he, everyone kind of like looked up to him because he was older or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, there's this other kid that was his neighbor. This Steve, this other Steve lived across from the street from me. I had my neighbor friends, Matt and Sean, that were my next door neighbors. And then there's another kid. Um, Justin and his sister. I don't remember her sister's name. And we all were all kind of like a little neighborhood group that we always hung out together. Justin's parents, or Justin's dad, had just died in a motorcycle accident. Right? Oh, shit. So, um, and we were all like bummed. We're like, oh, that's really sad. Sorry, we don't know how to deal with death because we're adult kids, whatever. But his family was moving out of the neighborhood. So all their shit left, like, was being pulled out of the house. And the mom was like now grieving. She had to move out. She didn't afford the house anymore because their dad died. And the dad, for all intents and purposes, was kind of a piece of shit. He was like an alcoholic. He was really abusive to them. So like they were really sad that he was that he died. But also they didn't have to deal with his abuse abusive behavior anymore. Well, fuck yeah. Well, fuck. Good. Fuck. Fuck. So sad, but also God. It's like one of those sad. It's like you're sad, but you're guilty that you're kind of relieved. Yeah. So. the neighborhood kid Steve, the other Steve, had a Ouija board that he, well, again, he, he's like, it was going to be like one of their last nights in the neighborhood, so then they're like, oh, let's start, let's try to contact your dad using the Ouija board. Oh, and I was like, no, I gotta go, because like my parents taught me to like, to not, play that not shit. fuck around with that shit. Oh. Um, so I was like, no, I'm gonna go. So then, I think me and my buddy Matt, we kind of were just did our own thing. It was like nighttime. You it was a, boy. Yeah, it was a, so then, like, they go into their house. It's mostly abandoned. Like, there's mostly all cleared out. There's nothing in the house. 
they do the Ouija board thing, and then we're, they're in there for like maybe 30 minutes, and me and Matt are still just outside hanging out, and then they come out, and then uh, Justin's like, I can't believe we talked to Dad. That was really crazy, wasn't it? It's like, and the sister's like, yeah, I don't know how to feel. It, it was just really scary. I, I, did you know that was really Dad? And then there's a voice that came out of nowhere, and we all heard it. It was like, what? Yeah. So, and then they got the fuck. They got fucking Wait, freaked the fuck what, out. Was that Big Steve? Was yeah. That... So that like so they, oh. they, they all got fucking scared and they ran off. Oh, and then shit. like they weren't even staying in the neighborhood. They just came for like that time. And they went to the, another friend's house. I love. I forget his name. I think it was Aaron or something that they were staying the night at. And then they fuck off. And then <laughs> I see Steve walking around the corner, just laughing his ass oh. off. Like, <laughs> That's up. Isn't that fucked up? Damn, so man. like they he, they spent the whole time playing the Ouija board and he had this thing planned out to fuck with these uh, kids. So do you think that's a story they tell now? Yeah. Ouija board? Yeah. Grave, son. So that's my only, that's the only time, that's the only Ouija board story I have. I've never actually played it before. Oh, shit. I've been wanting to try so it. So if we play it, it'll be, be my first time. time. Damn, dude, see, and I'm scared. I'm also a skeptic. Even though I believe in all this shit, I think you have to have... Well, you and my girlfriend play while I watch. Okay. I'll supervise. We get like at least three people though. We get you, me, you, me, Donnie. Oh yeah, Donnie. And your girlfriend, maybe Laura. We can do it on Halloween night. Oh shit! We can dress as the Ninja Turtles. It has to be four of us. No, I'm gonna wear. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my cloak. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna bring my pentagram flag. Uh, I'm gonna bring all my like weird, gnarly, dark, dark shit. Cause you've been to my apartment. You see yeah, yeah, we'll just go to your all house. All shit. Yeah. Shit. But now I have Jesus in my house now. Oh yeah, fuckable Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> He's cool. He'll, he'll protect us. Yeah, he'll, he'll look the other way. Yeah, okay, so let's All get right, into some of these the stories. Let me find a short one. The Warehouse by Anonymous. In high school, a couple of friends of mine, uh, my mom's friend and myself, were talking about a local building being haunted. It was rumored to be the location of a murder years before. My friend's mom had worked there, so we decided to try a Ouija board in the place. Don't do it, sons. <laughs> I had never used one before, so I was skeptical. The place was essentially a large warehouse with tall metal racks stacked with bags of dirt, manure, bark, and other things like that, uh, ceramic flower pots and such. The board was glowing in the dark, so it kept all the lights off. So I was wondering, I had no set of those glow-in-the-dark ones. Yeah. Once we got it going, moving around, I began to feel a little freaked out. We asked if there was anyone there, and they let us know who they were. Uh, there was a loud bang that came out of that seemed to come out of the rafters on the other side of the warehouse. Every question we asked was met with a similar bang from various locations within the warehouse. Some bangs were close to us and others far away, but all were in the building. The last question asked was if it meant us harm, and the planchette was already on the no answer, and it didn't move. Uh-oh. The question was repeated, and it was immediately followed by a really loud noise that was so close as if, it was, as if it was uh, right over us. We decided to get out of the place. As we were rushing out, we flipped on our flashlights. Uh, we saw a couple of large pots fall from the racks and heard that what, would, we'd find, what we would later find to be a 40-pound bag of bark dropped on the ground. There was also a slow, low grinding noise. When my friends returned the next day, they found that a sledgehammer had been dragged through the dirt-covered uh, cement floor 
It was standing straight up with the drag marks beside it. But there's no footprints nearby. What? I slept with the <laughs> the lights on for a week after the incident. Okay, so let's unpack this one. So they went to this haunted warehouse. They were playing the Ouija board. They kept hearing all these weird bangs. Uh, but they didn't really pay attention to it because the lights were off. Uh, once it, like, the lights were on, they noticed like all the flower pots had fallen off shelves and had been broken all around them. But there's no explanation because no one was there, right? Then the friends go back the next day in daytime. They see a sledgehammer that was being dragged towards their location. So it was going to like bash them it was with, the bash with the sledgehammer? So a ghost? I mean, I'm kind of really skeptical because I, I feel like ghosts can't manifest that much energy. Or like even like demonic experience can't manifest that enough energy. Unless you're actually giving like some sort of sacrifice of yourself into the the power what do you mean enough power. energy to move stuff yeah you have to, it has to be accumulative because like say you start the Ouija board right and then you you bring in like some spirit or some some demonic entity it's only gonna have enough energy that you gave it to at that time and then that's when you close the portal and they like then, then they lose all their energy then they can't come back at you Ooh. and then say you don't close the portal and they keep fucking with you and then the more scared you get the more energy they get and the stronger they become the more they're able to fuck around with you the more they can move shit around the more they can like creep into your thoughts and like affect your life well maybe that's why the sledgehammer was dragging slowly because there wasn't enough energy otherwise it would have picked it up and just, <laughs> just flown over there and bashed their fucking bashed someone's head in bashed some heads in so what do you think of that one I don't know it's it's, it's, I guess, see, it's kind of like my story because it's like, oh, I'll believe then it sounds interesting, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. All right. Led to a death. Anonymous. The reason that Ouija boards have a reputation for being bad is because while you are communicating with your past loved ones, other entities are gathering around for a chance to speak. Some leave, some won't until they're heard. I'm currently dealing with a haunting and possibly an attachment. Before I lived here, an acquaintance of my husband used the board in the house. Within two years of using it, the acquaintance was in a horrible car accident, and he lost his legs and became addicted to morphine. Oh, shit. He eventually used morphine to commit suicide. There is a portal hill, and he lingers within the house. He's harmless and can even be protective at times, but I feel his sorrow. I have to to stay hyper-aware of my emotions and questions and know if they're even mine. Especially since I suffer from depression occasionally. Oh shit, so the story is this dude used Ouija board in his house, got an attachment, got lost his legs. legs (laughs) So they're blaming the accident on the Ouija Ouija board. board. So that's kind of a stretch. Well, see, it could all just be a coincidence. Yeah, when you start kind of putting all these things into like. Everything like you play with Ouija board and all a bunch of bad shit happens to you all at once. You can attribute to it all to the inner, the, the Ouija board. But yeah, also, when you start doing that, you give whatever you think is following you more power, more energy over yeah, you. Whether I, it's real or fake, or ma- you manifesting it yourself in your own head. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think whatever, if you strongly believe in something, then maybe then, I don't know. Like, oh, it's because of this. Now I'm going to have shitty luck. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. Fuck me. I'm going to get fired. You get fired. Being a weirdo. I don't know. Yeah. So this is the weird thing about how I was raised was like, my dad told me, oh, there's no such things as ghosts. There's only demons and angels and like good and bad and like God and then all this stuff. And he told me stories like when he lived in Mexico, uh, 
there's like a burjas and burjarias and stuff like that. Yeah, like never mentioned duendes. But it's, it's not real. It's not real, Saul. <laughs> so, but anyway, like all these people that dabble in like uh, Mexican witchcraft and stuff, and tell me like all these scary stories. And then whenever I'm, all my aunts and my grandma and my her sisters would get together, they would all just like tell all their scary stories, and yeah. we're just like sitting there as a little kid, like, "Oh shit, this shit's scary." But then they would say like, "Well, you don't have anything to fear about it because you know you got God and Christ. It's more, he's more powerful. If you like give it attention, yeah. it's going to steer your way." So I never like. I was always skeptical and I never really believed in any of it, but I was, you know, I was always fascinated with it. So I never really fucked with it until I got older and I saw ghosts in my own life, which made me kind of be less skeptical. Yeah. Even to this day, I, I believe all this shit. I want, I know, I want to know more about it, but I'm still very skeptical. That's yeah. why I want to kept, hear other people's experiences. See how they all line up, and they usually all line up kind of very similar yeah, way. Yeah, it's weird. Like it, it's like it's there, but you can't prove know. that you it's can't there. Can't prove that it's there. It's but just, even if like you believe in God, like you can't prove God is real. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm like I'm open to everything because I don't know. Yeah, I'm open to hearing your story and believing you, but I'm also skeptical. Yeah, exactly. At the same time. Yeah, same. You want yeah. to hear? Try to hear one more of these weird stories. All right, do one more. Oh, purgatory. Anonymous. This is a short one. Maybe I'll do two more. When I was 15, I went to a house party. One of the girls who lived there had a Ouija board, so we got it out uh, for a group of kids to play with. Whatever we contacted told us, it was a kid named Tim who was stuck in purgatory. Uh, We were a bunch of Mormon kids who had no idea what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) So we turned it on. What the fuck is a bunch of Mormon kids uh, doing with... A Ouija board. Mormons are like so yeah, against that. They're not allowed to do anything. Yeah, they're not allowed to have any fun whatsoever. Yeah, you can't have fun. Alright, this is a little bit of long. This is a really long one. Shit. Jesus. I don't want to read that one. It's too long. If this uh, is popular, then we'll come back to this. I'll go to a. Try to find a short one so we're good wrapping this up. Do, do, do. Two years ago, I was assigned to fill the position of the checker who had gone on vacation. The foreman on the team was the unruliest man I have ever worked with. During my time there working with the team, there was a falling out between him and a couple of the workers. As a result of this disagreement, the foreman, myself, and two of the workers were called into the office for a meeting. The meeting did not go in the favor of the two workers at all. As we were leaving the supervisor's office, the foreman headed out in front of me with a big smirk on his face. He held the door open for me and to pass through. Once on the other side... The door. I turned around and, much to my horror, saw his face shift into that of a demon with what? a mischievous smile and oh. a look of too pure evil on his face. Two short horns adorned the crown of his head as he closed the door. I didn't want to stick around. I hurriedly made my way down the stairs and out of the compound, terrified of what I had just witnessed. What the fuck? I mean, I don't know how that tied into the Ouija board. How is that a Ouija board? <laughs> just that like, was like the, from that movie Smile, dude. Yeah, shit. Okay, one more. My mom and I believed a demon pushed her down the steps. Oh, shit. Shut up. Uh, the demon pushed her location, Western Kentucky. She was coming down then one night, and she said out of nowhere she was falling face first down the last few stairs. There was nothing that she could have done to have tripped over, and no other explanation that she felt something shove her. For the rest of the night, my mom just stayed downstairs because the steps had a sinister vibe coming from them. She didn't go back up until the sun came up that morning. Within a week or so of that happening, we did a major cleansing of the apartment and essentially put a grid up using different crystals and runes. 
Then Teddy seemed to be pushed out after that. That's not also not in. Just straight up shoved, dude. Maybe this is all shit. After they played with a Ouija board, this shit went down. Yeah. Well, I can. This is like okay. So, I never really thought this was a supernatural story that I've had, but um, when I went to when I was in sixth grade, I was living in Oakland, San Leandro Bay Area area, and we lived in this townhouse. So we were upstairs, like bedrooms, and then the downstairs was like kitchen living room, bathroom. But the when you got down to the stairs, the first room that you would see would be the bathroom. And if the door was open, you'd see the big giant mirror that was in the bathroom, right? And every time I'd wake up to like an, up upstairs and walk downstairs to go past the bathroom, and if the door was open, I'd look into the mirror, I felt like this really intense like presence, like evilness. Oh. And so like every time I was... Uh, Every time I would go to bed, like before I went to bed, I'd make sure I closed the door to the bathroom. So when I woke up in the morning, I didn't have to come down the stairs and see, oh, and the, see mirror. the mirror. The mirror, yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like there was something evil about the mirror. And I, never, and I, and I honestly, when I we lived in this apartment or this townhouse, I never even really used that bathroom at all because I felt something like bad about it. But I never, ever, like, I was like, oh, no, it's just me being like a fucking little kid being freaked out for no reason. But now that, like, all these other stories, I hear about how mirrors can be reflective of, like... Mirrors are, like, dimensions or portals that probably... Probably somebody died and it lives through that mirror. And yeah. Cells in there. So then my mom never really had any... I remember, like, it was just me and my mom living there for a time. And it was, like, when that uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare movie had just came out. And I was begging my mom all my week because Freddy Krueger was, was my, like, favorite uh, horror movie icon. And Nightmare yeah. Elsie was my favorite movies. So I was like, Mom, we got to go see this. I was like probably 13, 12 or some shit. I don't remember. But um, she's like, okay, we'll go. So we go. And I thought, eh, it was all right. It's kind of scary. Like, not that I've seen scarier. But my mom was freaked the fuck out. So the next night, or that night after we watched the movie, we go home. And then my mom told me the next morning, like, she had, like, the most gnarliest nightmares. And she felt like she was being choked in her sleep. Oh, shit. And then she's like, I think it was because of that movie. I'm like... I don't know if it was because of that movie. I was like, those are, oh, mom, crazy. Ghosts aren't real. But then I was like, there was like an evil spirit in that apartment. Because uh, you, you sensed it. I had sensed it in that, going to, from that bathroom. Grave. Maybe somebody died and... I have never, no, I don't even, I wouldn't even remember where that apartment would oh. be if I ever went back to that area. Oh, we could have done some investigating. This happened, this when I was like 12, so back like 1994. Damn. It was the year the Niners beat the... The fuck? <laughs> the Niners beat the Chargers in oh, the Super yeah, Bowl. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because this is like this is the reason why I moved to San Diego. is because my mom was dating a dude from San Diego. Oh. And a huge Charger fan. And I remember what, we were watching the Super Bowl. just like talking shit the whole time. It's like, fucking Joe Montana is the... Steve Young, fucking Jerry Rice, fucking blah, blah, blah. Who do you guys got? It's Dan Bumfries. <laughs> Whoever the quarterback was. But yeah, that's my weird. That's not doesn't have anything to do with like it's a mirror, mirror story, mirror story, or demonic house story. Like evil presence, shit, son. Yeah. Well, fucking Ouija board, dude. I had an idea for a Ouija board for Nintendo. If you're listening, Nintendo themed Ouija board, the Ouija board. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, the Ouija board, Luigi, Luigi's mansion and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that'd be sick. 
What if we could like download a Ouija board on the on our apps? Now that everything's gonna be AI. Make it that big. Yeah. Be- because then the thing wouldn't move because it's on the computer. But everything like if you can just like like sense your movements on uh, here. I guess I don't know. I'm gonna look into it. Do it. The demons in the machine, son. Do, do, do it. 